So when was the last time you had a really good argument with yourself? When was the last time you had one of those conversations with yourself, you know, about, you know, I should, you know, where, where you're shooting on yourself or you're saying, oh, I wish, you know, oh, man, I should lose weight. Yeah, you really should lose weight. You look like a real porker, you know, or... Uh, uh, you know, oh man, I'm so tired, man. If I ate the way you ate, I'd be tired too. Like, yeah, <laughs> like the way we talk to ourselves. Can you imagine living with a roommate like that? That uh, every time is like, do you have to pick your nose? Seriously, do you really have to pick your nose right now, this moment? Can you imagine? Or. uh you know, you're, you come home from work and uh, your roommate says, well, that was another day wasted. <laughs> I mean, would you put up with that kind of crap from somebody if they were, if you were living with them, talking, to, and they were talking to you like that? And yet, you know, we talk to ourselves kind of like that. You know, I, I did this for a dramatic effect. <laughs> I'm not a very good actor, <laughs> but you get the idea. Like we have all these um, internal conversations with ourselves that sometimes can be, you know, really dark and negative and heavy. And so um, maybe it's time to uh, fire the inner roommate and just say, "Well, thanks, you know, thanks for sharing, but you know." I don't do that anymore. I'm going this way. Maybe maybe it's time to do that. What do you think? Do you um how do you resolve those kind of inner conversations, those inner battles, those things that can you know, you can be somewhere standing in the grocery line totally lost in thought. You're not present with what's going on around you because you're you're having this whole argument about the groceries that you bought on, uh, that you put on, on the thing, on the conveyor belt. It's like, man, those people ahead of me, they, they sure eat a hell of a lot healthier than I do. <laughs> <laughs> or, wow, I just bought a boatload of carbs. I'm just going to sugar out, you know, like I'm going to be, you know, uh, Miss Piggy, she ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> Like the kind of, the ways we talk to ourselves is really kind of mean. We really need to be more gentle with ourselves. I'm curious, how do you guys deal with this? What do you what are your what are your opinions and views on this? I'd be interested to get some call-ins or ask some questions, and let's explore this topic a little bit. Well, good afternoon. Actually, it's almost afternoon. It's snowing here, and I'm out for a walkabout, so I thought I'd do a bit of a walk and talk. It's been a while since I did one of these on Anchor, probably last winter. That's the last time I probably did one. So, uh, my walk and talks are just me talking. So today, it, it snowed yesterday, and it melted, and it snowed again overnight. It's snowing lightly now. Um... And the reason that's significant is I noticed that I do most of my walking in the winter. So I like to get out in the winter and I like to explore because 
it gets me out of the house. It can be kind of dark and dank sometimes in the house. And uh, it changes up my energy and I get exercise. And I don't run the car, I don't have to warm up the car. Where I live is fairly close to downtown Red Deer, so that allows me to be able to get to where I need to go fairly quickly. I'm going to meet a client for a coaching session. It's about a 20-minute walk from where I live. So it's a good little walk, a healthy thing to do. And, yeah, so if I sound a little bit muffled, it's because I've got my Apple AirPods in, and I've got my hood of my downfield coat over top of the AirPods, and it works surprisingly well. Works better. It's it's less cumbersome than the wired version because the wired ones, uh, they um, the wired ones tend to, um, you know, they get caught up. The wire gets caught up. So I kind of like walking uh, with these wireless AirPods. Uh, they've been a good investment, just like the Apple Pencil. Anywho. So one of the things I was thinking about talking about was writing workflow. As you folks know, I've been writing every day since 1998. Uh, I don't publish everything on a blog or like I used to. Uh, right now I'm focused on writing a book. And I'm co-writing the book with my wife, Amy. And so Amy and I are working on this book called You Are Enough, A Love Story. And it's basically about falling in love with ourselves, getting comfortable in our own skin, getting to a place of self-acceptance and self-love. Because when we get to that place, we become, we will naturally attract healthy people that are in a similar place. And the contrast between ourselves and others will become apparent. And one of the things I've been noticing is how I'm finding how a lot of my friends I love them dearly, but they're stuck and they're not moving forward. They're conscious in some aspects of their life, and yet somehow they're stuck. So, you know, you try to be patient, try to encourage, talk to them, support them. But at the same time, I really need self-aware people that are self in their own place of self-acceptance and people that are able to live life and be in a relationship without the projections, drama, and judgment and needing for me to be a certain way or me needing them to be a certain way. It goes it goes both ways, right? So, yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. So this is my little walk and talk about self-acceptance and um, self-love. And the book, we're going to be talking more and more about our book as things go along. We're going to be really focused on getting stuff out there on our blog. I've got a blog. We're setting up a blog for Amy. We might need to, I don't know, maybe we need to create a, a blog for a book. What do you guys think? Would you recommend creating a separate blog for the book? Anyways, we'll talk soon. Hope you're having a great day. Any questions around this? Feel free to call in. So it just dawned on me that I said in the last segment that I was going to talk about writing workflow. 
And I didn't. I got distracted. Anyway, so in terms of writing workflow, in terms of uh, Amy and I working together, we've adopted a, kind of a different approach to writing this book. We're going to use, we're going to pick a topic. And then what we're going to do is I'm going to write about my view on it. She's going to then write about her view on it. You're going to know by the book, by how the book's laid out, whether it's me talking or Amy talking. And we're going to have a bit of a, a discussion about the topic, expressing our views, maybe having debate, maybe disagreeing, maybe exploring ideas together. It's kind of like if you were in the bug on the wall. And the idea behind this is uh, uh, kind of the idea, something I've been thinking about for a while, and Amy brought out a copy of uh, the book, He's Just Not That Into You, which used sort of the same idea as a book from... I think the 1990s. I forget. Anyway, it uh, it got it did fairly well. Anyways, we wanted to do this work. We wanted to do this kind of collaborative joint writing. Well, of course, the technology. How do you do that efficiently? And we started experimenting in uh, using the iPod, the iPad Pro, and the Apple, uh, the iPhone using notes, notes and pages and numbers for that. All the Apple apps have a collaborate with others feature. And I've really been impressed with how effortless and how easy it works. Uh, it's really quite, Amy and I, so I'd write something and then I'd ask Amy to collaborate with me. She'd go in read it and then she'd start typing and I bought, you could literally watch her typing almost live. And then uh, something she said triggers an idea in me. And I go down below and I start writing. And somehow the iOS, the Notes app in iOS 11 and the Pages app, it deals with that very, very elegantly. It works very well. And it's just really a productive, collaborative workflow. I've gone, I've used tools like Quip. I tried to use Microsoft Word. But in terms of being able to do some real-time collaborative writing, like we're in the same room. We're sitting there chatting back and forth. She's writing, I'm writing. Sometimes we're not talking because we're just so focused on writing. But it really makes for this very high-energy connected collaborative effort that is really pretty amazing and so what we do now is we rough out ideas and notes and then when we'd like we think we've got something we want to commit to a chapter what we do is we take that note and copy and paste it into pages and create a collaborative pages document now we could probably do the same thing in pages without that extra step. But we kind of like, right now, I kind of like keeping the draft and the brainstorming in notes. And then when we commit to an idea, put it into pages, and then we'll refine it into pages and edit each other's work. Plus, we can discuss what each other's wrote. It's, it's really been powerful. It's really been a great experience. I've never done collaborative writing in this way. Uh, if you have somebody that you trust that you're close to and you've been thinking you'd like to do 
some collaborative writing or even just discussing issues. It's like, it's almost like a text chat app, uh, really, in, in, whether it's notes or pages. You can almost use it like text chat, except you've got more, more features. You can play with the layout a little bit. Anyways, that's it for writing workflow. I'm not far away from my coaching appointment, so we'll talk to you soon.